May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our salvation. Thunder in the desert, prepare God's arrival. Make the road smooth and straight. Every ditch will be filled in, every bump smoothed out, the detours straightened, all the ruts paved over, and everyone will be there to see the parade of God's salvation. John the Baptist is one of my favorite characters. He's quite a story. From the beginning, his mother and father were old and without children, but Father Zechariah goes to the temple to fulfill his rotation at the high altar. He prays with desperation. Send us a child. His prayers answered. Zechariah and Elizabeth, his wife, have a son. He's to be called John. There was drama from the beginning of John's conception. As a child, he's set aside for God's work. He moves out into the desert. He returns to the community and brings a new expectation for those that are Jewish in that community. You brood of vipers. John and those around him knew what he meant by that description. The desert was a desolate and austere place. Yet in the midst of all that desolation, a strike of lightning could bring fire to the earth. Scorpions, snakes, vipers would emerge. That's what he saw in front of him. Seeking him out, people who were desperate for the word of God and John's gospel. But it was not good news. It was law. It was expectation. Recognize your sinful condition. Enter into a baptism of repentance. If you have two coats, share one. Same with your food. If you're a tax collector, take no more than what's required. If you're in power, be fair. Treat others well. Being a child of Abraham won't get you any favors. John preached. Barkley, my go-to guy for background on the text, says that the famous preacher Chalmers once said, was once congratulated on his sermon and responded, yes, but what did it do? John preached for action, produced action. He didn't deal in theological subtleties, but in life. So where does that leave us? Third week in Advent, anticipating the coming of the Lord. While I was writing this reflection last week, I got an email from Lindsay that contained a draft of the year-end appeal sent to our donors in bold letters. It outlined what we at Richmond Hill are all about and what we need to have to keep going. I was proud to be included in that appeal. Seeing in print a listing of the projects that we're all involved with Thunder in the desert, make the path straight, fix the potholes. In the midst of doing the work, we can forget why the work needs to be done. Someone needs to ring the bell, call out the need, come to this desert place in the middle of the city and find rest within these walls. 
Join in praying daily for the city. Raise up the painful stories that will make the case for reparations work. Support those who want to become support to others in spiritual direction. Part of the reason I like John so much is that he doesn't preach for subtleties. Thunder in the desert. He preached for action, and he saw action happen. His cousin Jesus comes for a baptism. Jesus comes up out of the water and hears the message from God. You are my son, chosen and marked by my love, pride of my life. But John will call out Jesus. Are you the one we've been looking for? Or should we look for someone else? John, Jesus responds by telling him, look for the signs. You see the blind able to see, the lame able to walk. Lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the wretched of the earth have God's salvation, hospitality extended to them. The good news is not from the law, it is in action. God's hospitality is extended to those to whom Jesus spoke. He calls out a king, Herod. He speaks truth to power, and it costs him his life. At this stage in my life, at this point in my ministry, my sense of call, I want to be more like John. I want to call for action. We hear that a million children will starve in this winter in Afghanistan because we cannot free up money from bureaucracy. When the richer nations of the world are not sharing the vaccines, when women have to fight for control over their own bodies, when statues come down and yet racism continues and people want to burn library books. It's time to hear John again. If you have two coats, give one away. If you have enough food, find a way to give some to somebody who's hungry. If you have a job, do the best job you can. And when you have power over others, treat them fairly. John is anticipating the coming of the Christ. He preached good news to the people. In this season of Advent, we are invited to prepare the way, to listen, to watch, and most of all, we're called to action. I realized after I'd written this homily (laughs) that I sounded angry, and that's not what I want to be. John was heralding an optimistic future. The Messiah was coming. Prepare the way. I am hopeful as well. We're entering a new age of global connection. We have the opportunity to become agents of God's expectation. We can shift from a focus on greed and profit to caring for others. The people who came out to hear John were filled with expectation. He proclaimed good news to the people. The proclamation for us in this Advent season is one of hope and joy. Prepare the way. Amen. Amen.
peace of God that passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.